This is the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Hiya, it's Mark here and welcome to the Clonmel Podcast for this Friday, the 25th of September. September's really whizzing on by, isn't it? The weather got a lot colder this week, didn't it? Temperatures really dropped to what we're used to. I know in the Whelan household, we turned on the central heating for the first time in months. We were kind of getting fed up sitting there watching TV with our hats and scarves and coats on. Thought better turn on the heating. That's much better. It was an action-packed week in Clonmel, wasn't it? Did you celebrate Speak Like a Pirate Day last Saturday? Shiver me timbers and all that sort of thing with the kids. I'm sure they loved it. Speaking of last Saturday, did you hear the honking of horns around the bypass at about 6.37 o'clock? Around 100 trucks passed with Clonmel taking part in a charity run. Good to see our local pub's back open again. Did you pop out for your first pint in months? Bangers also seem to be going off around town quite a lot last week. When's Halloween again? Yeah, thank you for that. And how about the big celebrity news of the week? Matt Damon and his wife came to Clonmel... At first we thought it was Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, but it turned out, due to my sources at Sean Tierney's bar on O'Connell Street, it was actually Matt Damon and his wife. They popped in for a bite to eat in Sean Tierney's. Were you there? Did you notice them? Did you get a look? What were they having? Was it egg and chips or something like that? I love egg and chips, me. As you know, Matt is out in care with Ben Affleck and Jodie Comer from Killing Eve filming The Last Duel in Care Castle. So keep your eyes peeled this week. You might get a look at the Hollywood star or stars. I'll tell you who is a star. Carrick on shore, Sam Bennett. Well done, Sam, picking up the green jersey in the Tour de France last week. And it was great to see Nula Hickey and Hickey's Bakery on the TV. They featured on a programme on BBC Two. Now, coming up this week, Jenny Cox tells us about Apple Fest, which is on in Clonmel right now. Join me as I take a trip to the Tipperary Museum of Hidden History and I announce our Macaulay Health and Beauty Hamper winner. All that and more coming up. The Clonmel Podcast. Okay, kicking us off, we see counterfeit money is doing the rounds in town, sadly. Believed to be dodgy 20 euro notes, so keep an eye out for those, even though it is quite hard to tell a genuine from a counterfeit note. I believe I think you need an ultraviolet light to shine on it or something. Of course, this is the last thing our businesses want in town, so just beware about that one. Well done to James Whelan Butchers. No relation, sadly. Saying that, you never know, so I must do one of those family trees. They were awarded three stars for their three hero products in the Great Food Awards this week. Well done. Now, Cafe for You in Morton Street is reopening on Tuesday next, the 29th of September, for craft sessions. If you like your knitting, sewing or crochet, this is for you. And it's happening from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. If you are interested in joining, come along or call this number, 087-440-7935. That's 087-440-7935. Also, art classes resume there on Wednesday, the 30th of September, from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. And all COVID-19 guidelines are in place. Once again, you can drop in or call that number, 087-440-7935. You might be enjoying Clonmel's Apple Fest right now. It's on until Sunday with online and offline events. Here's Clonmel's Jenny Cox, press officer with Apple Fest, to tell us more. Over to you, Jenny. So we've got a great programme. Um, we kicked off on Thursday with our exhibition launch and we had a great bat workshop with Albert Nolan. And we also had the words spoken in the wild with Eileen Atchison, which was a lovely event. 
Then this morning we had the Camera Club exhibition started up in the Narrow Space Gallery in Mitchell Street and that's running there until the 3rd of October. We also had a great Wild About Food event with the Bunker Boys, Evan Hickey and Jamie Driver from the Bunker. And they were talking about food and their sort of journey. Then this evening we have a fantastic talk with Paddy Woodworth from the Irish Times and Porig Fogarty from the Irish Wildlife Trust. And they're talking about restoration and rewilding. So that's a Zoom event at 8 o'clock this evening. That's a ticketed event, so we're looking forward to that one. Then we've got some live music with the Killarney Guitar Ensemble. They're going to be playing Facebook Live at 9.30. Then for the weekend, we've got some, a good mixture of stuff on. We have a bake-along with Patricia O'Flaherty from A Touch of Magic in Cork. Again, it's an online. People can log in and bake along with her. She's making a delicious apple cake. We have a tree planting down at Grinan along the Blue Way. Again, that, that's a Facebook Live. People can tune in and we'll be with the Clomel Tidy Towns. They're going to be launching their interactive orchard map, which is really interesting. So they'll have the map of the orchard and a little stories about all the trees that have been planted there, which is going to be really interesting. And they're launching their new website as well. Then throughout the day on Saturday, we'll be putting up a mixture of clips and videos. We have Louise Garcia has done a biodiversity trail throughout the town. So people can watch clips on that. The trail is actually going to be around town then. So you can go up, look at the sign. You can scan a QR code. And that will bring you to a video of Louise talking about different bits of biodiversity down by the river, by the convent bridge, different areas around the town. Then we have a lovely music event on Saturday evening at 8 o'clock. We have music with the Wild Women event. That's with Breach Phelan, Kate Tuhig and Lisa O'Leary. And they're going to be doing some beautiful pieces of music there. And then moving on to the Sunday, we have another tree planting at 10.30 in the morning. That's down by Dunn's Car Park on Davis Road. So people can actually come along to that if they like. So we're just asking them to register, send us an email to let us know, because obviously it'll be all socially distanced. We also have a biodiversity walk happening at 12 p.m. Again, that's a ticketed event, so people can go and get a ticket for that. We have a spoken word event on the Sunday evening with Eileen Atchison. That's at 7.30 p.m. That's a Zoom event. And then we're finishing up with the Cedar Towns at 9 o'clock and they'll be playing uh, music for about an hour. And that's Again, that's a pre-recorded event people can watch online. So we're, we're trying to give a, a nice mixture of live, Facebook Live and we're pre-recorded. Seems like an action-packed weekend, Jenny. Yeah, we have a lot going on. <laughs> oh, tell us about the prize as well. Yes, we have a fantastic prize draw going on. We've had some really nice donations from some local businesses. So people can go onto the website and just click on a link. They can buy tickets. So it's five euros for one ticket, 10 euros for three. And they're interested in the prize draw and we'll be drawing out a winner next week. But there's some great stuff. They can win Sunday lunch for two down in the tannery in Dungarvan. We've got a bottomless brunch for two in the bunker. Oh, yes. And that's bottomless Prosecco. Oh, wow. <laughs> for anybody that wants to take that on. <laughs> that's the one. We also have a lovely meat hamper from Paul Tobin Butchers. Oh, yes, lovely. Up on the Abbey Road. We have Tipperary Food Producers hamper as well. We also have uh, Domini Nails and Beauty has given us sets of acrylic nails, which are worth 60 euros. And we have a signed copy of a cookbook from Jolene Cox, who's no relation, <laughs> but uh, she's a well-known food blogger and a best-selling cookbook author. So, Mark, if anybody's looking for a ticket for any of the events, um, they can follow the links on our Facebook page or they can go to the Clamalapa Fest Eventbrite page as well 
and they can purchase their tickets there. Jenny Cox, press officer with Apple Fest 2020. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast this week. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny. Right, let's go from Clomel's Apple Fest to some yoga. Fancy bit of yoga? Of course you do. Source Yoga Studio are reopening on Monday the 28th of September for indoor and online yoga and meditation. They're located opposite the train station and you can get more details by emailing sourceyogaisland at gmail.com. That's sourceyogaisland at gmail.com. Renowned artist John Keating has a busy old year ahead of him. The Clomwell-born artist will be honoured with an invitation to participate in a prestigious exhibition in Bologna at the end of next month. I'll have a go at pronouncing this. Please don't laugh. The Premio Nacional de Arte. Oh my God, that was so bad. Opens on October the 31st and continues for three weeks. So far, John has received more than 25 awards, including a gold medal of honour at the Olympic Fine Arts in London in 2012. And in case you didn't know, John hails from Upper Gladstone Street in Clonmel. Now, if you like your photography, this could be right up your street because the Clonmel Camera Club, they normally meet every second Monday in The Coachman. That's Monday evening. But due to COVID-19, they're currently meeting online using Zoom. If you'd like to make an inquiry about joining the group when things return to normal, here's what you do. Go to the website, clonmelcameraclub.com. That's clonmelcameraclub.com. Or check out their Facebook page. Still to come, I announced the winner of the Macaulay Health and Beauty Hamper. But during the week, I went out and about and took a trip to the Tipperary Museum of Hidden History at Mick Delahunty Square. So I've arrived at the Tipperary Museum of Hidden History. I'm here with curator Marie McMahon. Marie, welcome. Hi, how are you doing, Mark? How are you doing? I'm ashamed to say I have not been here before. Well, you've come at the right time because we've redeveloped it since last year and it's a brand new, interesting, intriguing museum. So will we bring you in? Let's go on the tour. Look forward to it. Thank you. So for all the COVID um, restrictions, we've introduced a new um, no-touch release doors to all the doors. So we've got full wheelchair accessibility for the entire gallery, which is fantastic. That's a great idea, actually, isn't it? It really is. Who am I? Who am I? So what we have here as you enter the the museum is a huge mirror which reflects your um, image and the question is who am I? So we're looking at our history, our heritage, where we've come from, our family, our background, our present and our past and our future. So you're encouraged to ask these questions of yourself as you enter the museum. The area is themed around a bathroom. Um, We did have the possible intention of having a toilet area but we thought maybe that might not work so well so the bathroom area um, is what we decided on and you've got a pull towel here so we've got lots of phrases and sayings a museum is a place where nothing was lost just rediscovered Um, education is the most important weapon you can use to change the world Nelson Mandela fantastic yeah so So, true so true so we've other we've uh, some graffiti on the wall here because you'll always find some graffiti in a toilet and a bathroom (laughs) you certainly do (laughs) so really great one here we have always found the Irish a bit odd they refuse to be English Winston (laughs) Churchill said this brilliant Uh, we did another one dressed suitably in short skirts and strong boots leave your jewels and gold ones in the bank and buy a revolver that was countess markovich and on the floor here then we've got uh, lines yellow lines that relate to um, methods of communication so you've got the telephone red telephone here from the 80s yeah the old telephone i see that so when we put it on when you come in within 30 seconds the phone rings 
and there's seven areas and each area then is, you're, you're spoken to by a different member from each area just to give you a flavor of uh, what we have in, in the gallery itself. So, and over here on the left, on the right hand side, we've got a huge uh, computer uh, switchboard. I oh, know it's digital too. Is that from the old factory or that, that used to be here years ago? That was designed by uh, Digital here in, in uh, Clonmel. And uh, it's a, a VT100 computer terminal. And uh, that was actually based here in Clonmel. And then you've got a telephone system telephone like. yeah. switchboard from wow. the 1930s. So that was actually in St. Luke's Hospital. And this is the old Olmstone. So we juxtaposed um, items of equal significance, but they are from different periods of time. So what year would you say the computer alone is from? That's 70s. Wow, 70s. it's, it's, is, it's amazing, isn't it? Look. So that whole, it's like a size of a filing cabinet. Yes, that is it. Yeah, absolutely. And they actually, they, uh, the, the pieces actually open up as well. So <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Crazy. That is amazing. And even looking at the old telephone system, I'm sure kids come in today and go, you know, even with the red phone here, yes. they're like... Oh, they have absolutely no idea how to use the phone. We do ask them all the time. Do you really? Three you must get phone. some laugh out of that, oh, Marie. Well, we get the laugh, or else we just feel really old. <laughs> even though none of us are. So here then we have the Siege of Clonmel. And we've, as you know, we're a wall town, yep. a medieval wall town, and uh, we have a medieval helmet here and a ball. And this ball, um, cannonball, was believed to have been used by Morris Stavon, the first president of GAA, who actually used to train with it. No way. Yeah, really? It was found in... What, like a shock put? Like a shock put, exactly. So he trained with that, and it was quite, quite heavy. And, um, and do we know where these came from? They, well, this one definitely came from Clonmel and Morris Devon did use it. Uh, that, um, not off the top of my head, I can't Helmet. remember. Mm. But um, they, they're all found locally. They're all Tipperary items. Most of the items that we have here are found locally in Tipperary. Oh, wow. Or as people that lived in Clonmel mm. may have moved away and brought items back. So uh, that's the huge tie. Then we have here um, Cromwell's death mask. So you can come face to face with the man wow. himself. Scary looking fella. Yeah, and then beside it here on the right hand side is a, a bayonet from the 16th century. Uh, you can see it's quite badly decomposed, but it's, um, it's a really strong artifact uh, from the 16th century. And here in front of us, we have Jacob. Jacob is our resident roundhead, and he would have been in the army with Cromwell when he came to Clonmel. So the story we have here from Jacob is his life in Clonmel with the Cromwellian army. There's the phone. There's the phone. And that'll <laughs> ring throughout. So I'll actually turn it off if that's okay. Okay, Marie's going to run off and turn the phone. I love those old ringtones on those phones as well. It's fantastic. But you know what? This is a special place. If you've never come, like me, to the Tipperary Museum of Hidden History before, please make a visit. You're back. I'm back. How are you doing? <laughs> so in relation to significant items, we have the gold coins here that were found in Carrick on Shore. Oh. 81 gold coins were found in Carrick on Shore in 2013 and they were hidden under the floorboards of a pub. And um, No way, yeah. really? So there was fantastic excitement by here back in 2013. They ranged from Charles II, 1660 to 1685 and James II. And then um, we have Mary and William and then the reign of William III, 1694 to 19. Uh, sorry, 1702. So 1660 right up to 1702, and you can see all the different types of styles of, of coins there with the with the monarch's face 
on each of the coins. And they're, they're pure gold. Pure gold, yeah, pure gold. They are worth a lot of money. Worth, they'd worth worth a bit of money. The mm. gold is usually measured in in weight, right. rather than in um, the content of it. Well, the content would be pure gold, but they they're hugely invaluable to us. Mm. Um, they have never been cleaned because they were found like this. I was about to say there was no cleaning process involved at all. Not at all. They they were found um, in a line, like as if they were wrapped in in fabric. But obviously the fabric is gone now. So here we deal with. Um, World War I, World War II, 1916, uh, 1922. So while we have, we've actually 25,000 objects in our collection. So we bring out the highlights um, within the collection. So we have an um, array of uniforms and guns, and these are uh, training guns uh, that would have been used in 1916 up to 22, 23. Here we have then some, some uh, significant guns, some ammunition cases, and we have the bloody Sunday the bloody jersey. Sunday, yeah. And of course that uh, commemoration is coming up um, is. in November. In front of us here, we've got some replica guns, musket, um, a different type of, it's a 1978 rebellion, brown bess it's called. And then we have here a, a Lee Enfield rifle. That would Look have at the size of the musket there. It's huge, isn't it? And it is it's absolutely we massive. Had, we actually had wanted to use this as part of a handling collection. It's about five feet long, isn't it? It's five feet long and it's a ton weight. It's so heavy. So with the glass that's around here, we just couldn't leave it out. Mm. <laughs> we have broken cases on our newly developed state-of-the-art museum. I mean, pre-COVID, how many people would you have coming into the museum? I suppose pre-COVID, in any year, up to 15,000. That was pre-development. Uh, we haven't had a full year yet because mm. we've had to close. Um, we only opened, as I said, the end of no October last year. So we're really only starting to kick off in January, uh, uh, trying to get uh, bus, uh, buses into Clamel and linking in with the different hotels, Manella and Raheen and uh, Clamel Park, to try and get these packages together. And then COVID came along. So, But we've still been linking in and we've, we've been very lucky. The local hotels and restaurants and, and shops in Clamel have been sending people to us because there's very few places that are open, you know. Yeah. And we're, we're open and... Um, delighted to have people coming in you can book in in advance or else you can book you can come in on on the day and and decide whether or not um if, if there's if there's too many there you can come back the next hour but we're very flexible and as as you can see mark we've all the covid um restrictions in place we've the signage on the on the floor we've sanitizers we've five sanitizers throughout the the system so if you do touch something you can clean your hands straight away we've um i'll bring up Sarah shortly now and we'll have uh, a look at a, a bicycle that you can wear the gloves while you're cycling just for optimum uh, hygiene reasons um so yeah we're, we're open for business and we'd love for people to come in and, and visit us and school groups uh, one of the one of the big things we have here is the audio guides so we have 50 audio guides and they're in French, German, Spanish, Irish, English. And it means then that people actually that are students that are studying those languages could potentially come in and Fantastic, listen yeah. as, a, as an audio um, yeah. guide to, uh, uh, to help them with their, with their learning. So we'd appeal to people to use them that way rather than just waiting on these uh, you know, uh, foreign visitors to come in or that uh, we'd like our domestic visitors to use them and, and, and utilize them for their, for their learning, you know? So um, we've, we, we've, we've a lot of scope here for people coming in to visit. Definitely worth a visit, no doubt about it. And would you find, Marie, is it, would you get local people coming as well who wouldn't, like myself, wouldn't have been here before? We, I would say 
we, I would say if we did a, a poll out in, in the town tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. I'd say 75% of people don't know we're here. Oh my God. I really Shame would. on us all, including myself, who haven't come to the Tipperary Museum of Hidden History before. Just up here, we've just come up the stairs into our mezzanine area, which uh, was, was never here before. And it's, this mezzanine has allowed us to put lots more um, items out on display. So upstairs, we have our sports and entertainment section. And as you come up the stairs, we've got a stunning block wheel cart. There's only one of three, I think, in Ireland. And it's just a solid block wheel, whereas normally you'd have a wheel with a spoke on it. So it's a rare artifact that's professionally hung there from the ceiling. Where was the cart found, Marie? The cart was found locally. I think it was in Grange. Oh. Yeah. So people would donate items to us, and we might have them for many years. But now, as I said, we've, we, we've had the, the ability and flexibility to be able to put items on display. And with this whole development, we included all of the conservation and hanging. You know, display was key for us uh, to display it in a kind of more interactive and engaging manner. Uh, so we've achieved that and uh, really pleased. It's taken many years. I'm with the museum 17 years now. So to actually have something of value and, and uh, such a high um, quality uh, product as, as the museum is now, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Over here, I was delighted we actually have a picture of Sam Bennett. Oh, fantastic, uh, eh? That's really good. Yeah, super. Well-timed. Yeah, well-timed, super <laughs> achievement, so we're thrilled. So I was very keen that we'd have all, uh, you know, past uh, yeah, Sean Kelly there as well. sports people, Sean Kelly mm. as well. We have one of his jerseys here. And you know, we've some so Dr. Pat O'Callaghan, is it? Dr. Pat O'Callaghan yeah. here as well. So here we have a uh, bicycle. And with this, you can wear your gloves and get on. And when you pedal uh, the bicycle, the Sean Kelly race that came in. That's very came good. Came into Tipperary. <laughs> uh, Place. So now hopefully we might be able to get an extension to put Sam Bennett's I think so. Tour de France in here as well. So, or we might have two bicycles beside each other. <laughs> would be good That's fun. a really good idea. So that is excellent. A bit of exercise, yeah. bit of um, health. And you can see from the footage, it's very grainy, but it is original footage. That is excellent. That's really good. <laughs> So again, we've Frank uh, items belong to uh, Frank Patterson. He he had a this is his papal uh, knighthood suit, and obviously Frank Patterson synonymous with uh, Tipperary and Clonmel. Mm. Um, we've huge supporters coming in here to to visit, and we also have this little booth area here where you can sit down and listen to either Mick Delahunty or Frank Patterson ah, or yes. the Clancy's. That's very good. And actually, I, I'm not sure if you knew, we had devised a new CD for uh, based on Mick Delahunty's uh, last recordings from 1948. So that's available for anybody to uh, pick up here at the museum for free. Uh, the only thing stipulation we have with it is that we are planning on buying a saxophone for Banaclum Mala. And if people would like to donate some money towards that fund, we'd be thrilled to receive some donations. We've had donations from America from the UK and across Ireland. And I'm also asking people to write a letter, their memories or our thoughts about McDell. So we've had some beautiful emotional letters from people that have had really fond, nostalgic memories on, 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 his, on, his, on his music and dances. That's a great idea, actually. 
Yeah, and it's um, as I said, the, it's it's free, so you could either email email us or ring us requesting it and we'll have it ready for you when you come in but um yeah it's 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 really taken off we're thrilled with it and we're sending it out to the um nursing homes now this week uh, we're tying in with positive aging week and sending it out to the nursing homes and hopefully to the daycare centers so if you do know of somebody we're happy to post them out across far and wild across the world as long as the music gets out there we'll be thrilled there's something very tranquil about a museum. It's like going into a church. I don't mean that in that yeah. way. What I mean is it's, there's just something very well, calming about it as it well, is, isn't it? It is calming. And I suppose we, we have so many items that relate to the past. And there's, I suppose you have a sense of respect when you come in here because the, the items have been um, sensitively displayed and presented. Can I ask you, were many artefacts here found in Clonmel? A lot of them. Really? Of, uh, As in um, like people's gardens, I kept digging, digging up something. Oh my God, I've come across this. What is this? Well, they would be kind of, um, you know, pipes, things like that. If you're, if you're digging up in the ground generally, or, mm. or pots, or you might find medieval type artifacts. But generally people, if they're cleaning out a house or they're moving on, or, you know, they've items, they'd ring and say, or send an email and say, listen, I have this, like for instance, we had a communion dress given to us there recently have a community dress I have a load of other bits and pieces would you like to come over and have a look at it and we say absolutely at least if we're given the option to to go over and have a look at the material we can we could take it in as as a donation and we you'll find that there are items that are you know that we've gaps in our collection you know like we have very little on Dr Pat O'Callaghan object wise apart from the the scrapbook upstairs um, our religious uh, collection wouldn't be huge. Uh, we'd have a lot of rosary beads and significant items, but not the kind of, you know, the Eucharistic Congress from 1932. We'd have, you know, small bits of that. But, you know, the, you'd be surprised what, what is out there. Um, we wouldn't have a lot on the 80s or 90s. I'm sure there's a lot of people now in their 40s and 50s who may have stuff up in the attic and, and they could be in perfect condition, yeah, even things like old dinky toys or yeah, things like that. Absolutely. So would you be open to taking those for the museum? Absolutely, yeah. And if someone does want to donate something, maybe they have in the attic or, or they're found, well, how do they contact you? They send us an email. Because of COVID, we'd like if people could send us a picture of what they would like to donate. It saves people having to cart things in. And, and you can on your phone now as well. You it's can on easy. your phone, oh. absolutely. So it's very easy. And uh, send in the, uh, the images and we would have a meeting uh, every month uh, to discuss objects that we have uh, that are being uh, potentially um, accession to the collection. And we decide whether we have it or we don't have it. We'd look through our ad lib system and uh, then we just invite you to come in and um, donate it we do all the paperwork sometimes also if we have an exhibition coming up and uh, that we need material specific material we'll make an open call but sometimes we'd know through different people who to go to to get the items and they might be loaned to us maybe for a week for for two months and maybe for two years and then we'd, we'd give it back again but when you donate you donate uh, it's it's a legal document so we would actually own the material but we would be very open to recording what you've given us um, inviting your family to come in to view it at a later stage to be able to handle it so all of those you know we want to try and encourage people to, to you know to give um, 
quality material to us as well that we can display and that we can change around here in the galleries, which would be very important. I envision you, of you guys having some big old store out the back with all these artefacts in, do you? We certainly do, Mark. And I, <laughs> I just knew that. Sure. Yeah, it is. <laughs> people love going in, and it's very rare you get to get in there, but it is fantastic. There's like heights of, of shelving and roller oh shelving. Oh my God. So it is fantastic. Here we are confronted with our depth and faith area. So in our death and faith area, we have a coffin that you can step into. Oh no, really? <laughs> so it's like Marmite, you like it or loathe it. Um, we have lots of people passing by blessing themselves. Yeah, I just did actually when I walked in. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It, I just saw the funny cross. Is, yeah, and we've got a cross that, um, that was found just before we opened. So we put it in place as well. And, you know, you've got a, a large uh, clock. Actually, this clock came from uh, the Friary. They uh, loaned it to us. And I suppose it, it just is a metaphor for time. Your, you know, when your time is up or how you spend your time. They're uh, lovely old clocks though, aren't they? Beautiful, absolutely, grandfather clocks. Uh, with the coffin, is that from a certain period or just? Uh... It is a modern day coffin. Uh, we acquired it because someone decided they didn't need it. So okay, so they had it and didn't need it. They ordered it and then didn't need it, so we got it. <laughs> so it's a, a I just like the way you've kind of lined it. In, like, it's like a, a, a red silk material. It's very vampirish, if I don't, if I don't mind me saying so, Marie. It is, it is vampirish. <laughs> we, it was covered in a, in a cream, but we thought the red was... Uh, it makes well, it stand out. It does, yeah. Now, it's speaking of which, um, where, and no pun intended with which, um, where the museum is located, this is the old Borstal ground. This is the old Borstal ground and would have been the old jail. So I think this section is, is um, leaning towards the, the female section of, of, of the jail. Um, I'm getting a shiver up my spine, you're just telling me about it. Are you getting why? there? Yeah, absolutely. But I actually do feel that this area... It's very cold all of a sudden as well. Of, uh, haunted. Well, if you're up to it, I'd like to come back here at night and just record a bit with somebody. Yeah. If, if, if we could do that oh, for the absolutely. Halloween special. Yeah, that'd be super. Yeah, be Can great. we do that? Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Well that. And it's daylight and I'm getting shivers. What would it be like then? <laughs> Scary. I'm still cold, Marie. All jokes aside. <laughs> it's the air conditioning. Oh, my God. Oh, is it? Oh, it's all right then. No, it's not. As we walk through here then, Mark, we have, uh, we're exiting our permanent gallery space that we redeveloped. And this space here then is our temporary gallery space and it allows us to invite artists or uh, different types of exhibitions uh, to, uh, to be developed in this area. So our next exhibition will be the War of Independence that will be based here. So we will have to create uh, walls and different, uh, different um, space to ensure that we have all of the material in it. But the material itself, the artifacts we have, we have some stunning artifacts. I won't say now at the moment because we're just trying to... Go on, Marie. Give, us a, give us a little you know, teaser. We might have a Collins jacket. Really? We might have a Collins jacket. Um, it's believed to be in Collins. So, but hopefully by the end of November, we'll have this up, up, and, up and running the exhibition again, depending on, on, on COVID. But this exhibition that we only opened last week uh, through Culture Night, we is an exhibition by Mollyanna King and Kriti Katri. And Kriti based her piece of macrame on, um, her inspiration was her mom did a lot of macrame back in, in India. So um, she did a beautifully sensitive piece and the lighting there is really gorgeous. It's gorgeous, yeah. Yeah, created a lovely um, shadow behind. And then Mollyanna then worked with um, the whole notion of PPE. 
uh, the whole notion of uh, screens and room dividers. So it's beautifully hung um, by uh, uh, producer uh, Colin Everett and myself and Baliana um, last week, and it's hung from these um, clear uh, hanging, hanging systems, and these are beautiful purple and pink room dividers hanging from the ceiling in, in, different, in different directions. And it just is really, really beautiful. And it really as, is. As we walk in, there's, they're shaped in squares and circles and rectangles. And as you walk in, there's a piece here. My hand is a bit cold, but it's, it's a heat-sensitive piece. So when you put your hand on it, it actually goes white. So it's the whole idea of PPE being invisible. It's supposed to protect you. Um, it's not coming up because my hand is too cold. And she also... It's because of the coffin over there. It is, yeah. It is the space. <laughs> it's all freaked out. And then we have some PPE over here, some visors that are rose-tinted. So the idea, you can wear these and then it amplifies the colour here as well. And we have some lovely um, filters over the lights as well that give a gorgeous pinky hue um, throughout the exhibition. But it's really, really beautifully uh, hung and uh, a really wonderful exhibition by Maliana and Critty. So we're very open here to having contemporary styled exhibitions, art collections, um, you know, historical items. We have lots of um, different, uh, you know, stag are coming in, ne uh, in the next three weeks to uh, support their 50th anniversary of their children's stag section. And, you know, we try and work as much as we can with the local community and very often, like, we support to hang things and to transport material, but it's, it's very much a two-way system and, um, you know, we're, we're really pleased how local we are. And it's great to have you here, by the way. It was just an experience for me to, to come here today. It really, really was. Again, uh, I feel ashamed that I was not here before. Don't, don't I've, be been, I've been in Clonmel for so many years now and, and have not once, not even the old place. But this is, the offering now is just so fantastic. And the fact that we have so many stories and, and the, the beauty of it is we can change it in another 10 years time and we can add more stories in the next year's time uh, to, and, and new artifacts. So, you know, if people do want to donate to us, absolutely contact us. Um, you can contact us on museum at tipperarycoco.ie or you can call us on 0761065252 and send us in pictures of what you, you're proposing to uh, donate or just even for a query. And if you want some information, um, we're always on hand. Obviously, with COVID, things are a bit slower now, but um, we're always ha you know, happy to help with... Um, steering you in, in, in the right direction for research or information. I'm going to search my attic when I go home. Excellent. Do you know what I do have up there? What? An old top loader video recorder. Oh, cool. Yeah, we'd take it. Would you want yeah, it, really? Lovely, yeah. I'll drop it off to you. Yeah, lovely. Thank you. At least I think it's still up in the attic. <laughs> okay, right. See, someone could have sold it or, or put it into the bin. And actually, people come to us with stuff that they found in a skip that they'd pass by a skip and found it and just ask somebody can I take that I know somebody would like it yeah. you know I suppose what's people's rubbish might be somebody's treasure they always say that's a great saying isn't it you know that really is it's um you know and no matter how mundane or small you think something might be it could be hugely valuable you know my eyes light up when I see things coming in would you have an eye for that sort of thing now um, I Could we take you along to one of those, not those antique fairs? Oh, I don't know, but I'd be good at that type of thing. But I'm like a magpie. I like gold, <laughs> if that's any good. Those gold coins upstairs. Yeah, exactly. They, they, but I was so grateful to the National Museum to loan them to us. It's, yeah. you know, it's great. 
we're a designated museum, which means that we have the highest standards of museum in Ireland. Um, we and we've our maintenance of our accreditation for uh, the Museum Standards Programme of Ireland. So we're we developed our standards over the last 10 years and we're one of the one of 60 museums in Ireland that have that uh, accreditation. So we're highly professional. The, our CCTV is second to none. You know, our security is, is, is top notch. So, you know, we're we're very lucky in Tipperary to have such a, a fa fantastic county museum. Well, listen, thank you, Marie Mahan Kirata of the Tipperary Museum of Hidden History. Thank you so much for shining around today. Thank you so much, Mark. Cheers. Thank you again to Marie for showing me around the Tipperary Museum of Hidden History. And what you just heard there was only a small portion. There's a lot more to see. OK, the long wait is over. It's time to announce the winner of the Macaulay Health and Beauty Hamper. One person has been randomly selected from all the entries received. Drum roll, please. And the winner is Sarah Darcy. Sarah Darcy here in Clonmel. Congratulations. That Macaulay Health and Beauty Hamper is yours. And thank you to everyone who entered the competition on Facebook. So there we go. That is it for this week. A bit of a long one, but thank you for listening. Oh, coming next week. Well, I've been very lucky, uh, Mark. Very, very lucky. We have uh, a lot of loyal listeners. And we have stayed uh, with uh, the station and the programme and with yours truly, through thick and thin. And I want to thank them very much indeed for doing that. I speak to Tip FM's Tony Brook. In the meantime, keep washing your hands and keeping your two metres social distance and do wear a mask when going into shops or supermarkets. If you'd like to get in touch on the podcast, you can email theclonmelpodcast at gmail.com, find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, and check out the website, theclonmelpodcast.com. And please do tell your family and friends about the Clonmel Podcast, which you'll find here every single Friday. Have a safe week, look after one another, and I'll talk to you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Produced by West 10 Audio Productions. Your town, your podcast. <laughs> <laughs>